for all those who continue this notion of LeBron James being better than Michael Jordan, <laughs> just stop. <laughs> Shut up already. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win it! You hear the Bulls uh, commentator goes, he wants his mummy. <laughs> he uses Curry way down to White Mamba out. <laughs> he's waited six episodes. Look at him. He can be sweating. <laughs> I was writing that for an hour today. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Pete Evans. We are Sports Opinionated, and we are in the midst of the NBA Finals. And just when we thought that injuries would derail another Finals, Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat exploded in Game 3. The Lakers faltered, and Matt O'Brien, NBA fans around the world, couldn't have been happier. But, but as we know, Game 4 was today. A grind-out defensive struggle. LA wins by six. I hated it, O'Brien. Firstly, hello, how are you? And how pumped were you that the Heat potentially had made this into a series a game ago? Oh, that Jimmy Butler game was an epic game, wasn't it? It wasn't yes, it was. But I can see you're all just, uh, you're moist. You're just absolutely over the top with excitement now. One win away, um, which will probably come on uh, Saturday our time, I believe. Uh, not counting five. my tickets, mate. Not Game counting my five. tickets. Not at all. Not at all. No, no, I'll have a crap to heat, but they're, uh, they're fighting uphill at this stage. Yep. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, bud, let's, let's jump into our highlights, of which there are many. Back, back to the beginning, at the beginning of the series, what's, what are your memories of that, that first game of the series? There's always a special energy to a game, right, isn't there? Yeah, there is. And then late in the second quarter for the uh, objective NBA fan, uh-huh. <laughs> it, it turned, to, turned to pot. Turned to yes. with yes. Dragic busting his foot. And, um, yeah, I think they were a bit shell-shocked. And then Adebayo got hurt a bit later on, which was the third or the fourth quarter. Sure. Um, and, yeah, I think that the Miami players were actually shell-shocked. Like, I don't think they could believe it. They're, they're, just the air was uh, taken out of the building, as our great man Kevin Harlan would say. And yep. um, the Lakers just cruised from there. They were very strong, though, anyway. They weren't – I don't think um, – I think regardless, the Lakers had that game one, regardless of what was happening elsewhere. Yeah, it looked like Bam was poor was very up intense. to that yeah. point. Everyone talks about, oh, you know, the Lakers, you know, they're three-point shooting. We went 11 of 17 to start. We then missed, yeah. 30, we then missed 13 in a, in a row, my friend. But um, of those uh, 17 that we hit, 12 were wide-open looks. And obviously Miami's D has gotten heaps better as the series has gone. But 12 open looks in a stretch of a couple of quarters, knocked down eight of them. And blew the game out. Yeah, it was over. It was over by early in the third. Yep. And I don't know if you were... Did you use the word shell-shocked before? Yeah. Because not for the series. We talked about the fact that Miami had to win game one, but Tyler Hero was overwhelmed in that game one. Um, minus 35 for the game. He was just all out of sorts. So it was a tough You're one. Going you going your plus-minus again. You better be well, careful. You better be careful with that. I don't need to, mate. When it's minus 35, you can poo-poo it all you like, but he was awful <laughs> in game one, and every single parameter of numbers backs that up. Yeah, six of 18. Not great. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. And again, they gave up a 10-point lead, mate. They now lead the league over the last two seasons, Miami, and given up double-digit leads. You can't do it to this team. Just can't. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And they Jumping- to game two without two of their starters, so they were... 
pretty much on a hiding to nothing, but they had a crack. Um, well, mate, can I, can, I, can I jump in? I, I want to give them more credit. They had more than have a crack. It's that elite, you know, 50-40-90 club that, you know, Chris Middleton missed by a couple of jump shots this year. Miami went for the game at 51-41 from three, 91 from the foul line and still lost. I mean, yeah, they were they were well down for the majority of the game. I managed to last a fair while um, with getting more disinterested as I went. But um, they were down fourteen. <laughs> they were down fourteen at the half. They were down by twenty in the third quarter. They were never a chance of winning the game, and they and they knew it. But the big thing to come out of the game two was that Anne Uhas got stuck into them in the fourth quarter because clearly they'd given up at that point. Right, their effort wasn't there for a good five in the fourth quarter, and he just he just tore strips off them, which I think set them set them up for their attitude and the way they approached game three. Yep. So um, that was a significant thing that came out of game two for them. Yeah, um, true. But otherwise, true. Dave, Davis was uh, Davis was off his tree in that he game, was, which I'm sure he'd tell us about. Sorry. I'm sure he'd like to tell us. Do you want to oh. go? Numbers on Davis in game two. <laughs> well, the, the one that only the only one that I point out, obviously his scoring came, but he got eight offensive rebounds. We had twenty-one second chance points off twenty-six more field goal attempts. They just couldn't keep us off the boards, and there was an effort factor to it. Yeah, they're outmatched, they're outsized, and I think you're really on point here, Matty. What Haslam did in changing the tenet of that series was significant in that game too, which led to. I'll let you jump in. Game three. Which led to the, I would like to call it the, they're in trouble. You're in trouble game. The, the Jimmy Buckets, you're in trouble game. Do you know what I'm referring to there? Uh, tell the listeners. <laughs> yeah, so early in the game, LeBron, LeBron was talking a bit of smack to Jimmy Buckets and said, you guys are in trouble. Um, Jimmy Buckets just held on to that comment and didn't say anything until he drove past LeBron and finished the game in the fourth quarter. And turned around and said, you're in trouble. (laughs) And the footage was hilarious watching Davis and LeBron turn back like, what did he say? (laughs) Yeah. Good on him. He had every right. He was was 14. He'd scored 40 without shooting a three-point shot. Correct. Now, in these these times, Peter Richard Evans, that you you will go a long, long way to see that. He played 45 minutes. Yeah. Had a number of us, 13 assists and 11 rebounds to go along with it. So he basically just outplayed everyone on the court. Agreed. Um, Question without notice here, Matt, coming into these playoffs, these finals, pick your midpoint. Did you think he had this type of game in him? It's one of the best top five NBA finals games of all time, performances. Did you think he had this in him? Yeah, I do. He has. He has had big games before. They're just not that common. Not not to this. He doesn't have 40 often. No. Um. He had some nice support. Nothing phenomenal, though, from Hero and Robinson. Now, I just want to point out, by the way, I hate the scowl. You know this. Tyler Hero, <laughs> don't, you be, don't you be scowling, mate. You're 20 years old. You're really, Put the scowl away. I know you made a nice layup over the old man Rondo to finish the game, but just put the scowl away, please. Yep. Okay. I hate it from LeBron, and he's the best man out there. I just, just you definitely should not be bringing that to your repartee. You know, it should not be happening. No, he had a moment uh, up until that point, Matt. He was twenty eight percent from three, and Robinson was at twenty five percent from three. Those boys were costing them big time. So it was nice to see him have a moment. 
Uh, it might have hurt me personally, but I don't mind it. He's not trying you to... You don't mind it. it now. You're up three to one. <laughs> no, I, just don't, I just don't mind it from a kid who, who hadn't done much up to that point. Love the swagger. He's got plenty of it, doesn't he? He does. He does. Yeah. Uh, the Lakers wasted, I wrote, they wasted a massive contribution from uh, Morris and Kuzma. I know. They were nine of 19 on threes between them. Yep. Like, if you had have said to me that Morris and Kuzma were going to be nine of 19 on threes, what was the final score in the game? I would have said you won by 40. Absolutely. Um, so LeBron and AD had 13 turnovers between them. And AD, strangely, this is a strange thing about him, he only had five rebounds in that game. There's other games in the playoffs where he's had less than that. It's amazing a man can of that athleticism and that height can have such fewer fewer rebounds. Extraordinary. Yep. Extraordinary. Yeah, he can cock some criticism on single games. It happened uh, last series as well. I think he had a donut or or one. That happens in games often when we win the rebounding count and he's out there defending the three point line. There are some effort issues, but overall, he did he just disappeared though that game. He just can't afford to do this in the NBA Finals. If that was LeBron. He would have been absolutely crucified for it. So good to see him come back today. Uh, can we get there now? Can we get to today's game, or we got something more from Game no, Three? I, I just want to. I just want to just add one little point. That walk off at the end of the game was poor. They're better than that. It just shouldn't be. They shouldn't have just walked off before the game was finished. That was pretty uh, poor. That was a deliberate attempt to just say we don't. We don't break this. We haven't. Whatever. It was just there. It wasn't good. Uh, just I could throw that in there. Okay, I could care less. Uh, common. Oh, occurrence. no, 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 you couldn't. No, no, common occurrence in, in in playoff games. Now, Matt, today was a diabolical experience as a fan to watch this game. It was an intense defensive drag out affair, and I enjoyed not a single second of it. Um, LeBron was absolutely superb overall. Did you know? I assume you have because they've harped on a little bit. The game one was his 50th NBA Finals game. Yeah, right. So he's, he's, he's uh, raised the bat to the pavilion already. Um, he was 28, 12, and 8 today, um, 40% from three. He went 7 of 7 from the free throw line in the fourth, which was supposed to be another weak chink in his armor after Jay Crowder tried to dirty the game up late. Had 20 points in the second half, LeBron. After a slow start, he, yeah, was, he was three of yeah, he was three of nine to begin with. Yep, yep. So the series at the moment, he's 28, 11, and nine with a block a game. Um, and his plus like, and his plus minus today was what? Uh, six turnovers today for LeBron hasn't negative two. Has negative two? <laughs> I just I'm on you on this plus minus. No, no, no. I'm on you. I'm on you. I, you just said how great he played, and he was negative two. Out of everything for this series, for this game, you're going to point out a, a minus. No, two. no, I just, I just, I just had it in front of me, and I just thought this Rondo one of seven was plus eight. <laughs> the plus minus is BS. Put it away. Not BS. Um, Fantastic. So he wasn't worth minus two to the team. He was a significant factor in them winning the game. He wasn't worth minus two. He was yeah. worth much more than that. Well, six turnovers didn't help him. Didn't help him. Um. AD got it back today, 27. Eight of 16, 22. 22. Cut that out in editing, Nine rebounds. Yes. What's that? Cut that out in editing, please. What do you? (laughs) I was looking at his series stats so far. AD going now at 26 and nine. Um, Killer three to close out the game tonight. Did you see that shot right at the end? He's six of 11 from the three-point line 
in the series. He's kind of put it away, only having a couple of tents a, a game. But yeah, he made a that. huge that a, bucket late. That was a big which moment. The game. Yeah, it was. Big moments. There yeah. was a key shot before that where the Heat were coming down and they were down three. And they came and set a pick. Uh, Jimmy Buckets had it. And I forget who came and set a pick. I think it was Robinson. LeBron backed off as he has a penchant to do when his man's near the three point line. And Jimmy Buckets just pulled up from the right corner. Do you remember this wide open three? His first attempt for the game. To tie the game, and it was in and out. And because LeBron hadn't guarded him and let him take the shot, he got the rebound and then ran down the floor and hit an easy pass to KCP in the right corner. I can picture it. Three mm-hmm. and put you up six. That was the play of the game. Right there. <sighs> Jimmy hits that shot. That's level. He doesn't. And LeBron was standing underneath the ring instead of guarding him, and off he went. And that was it. That was it. That was the game. And he had another shot straight after that. I think KCP and Rondo were huge down the stretch today. Yeah, KCP had a good one. Rondo was absolutely awful early. Missed, blew four layups, multiple threes, turnovers. He was just deplorable. But got him back together. You're right about KCP. Went for 15 and five, couple of late plays. Uh, Gee, he was terrific. Went, Went at six and 12 from the field. Bam, he was back, but he wasn't back. What did yeah, you make he his game, mate? Uh, I thought he was tentative at times. He yeah, looked, fair call. Fair call. He was limited. Let's just say that. He was yeah. limited. So, as I think you and I discussed this on the phone earlier today, I don't know why they didn't play... Um, Olenek. Olenek more. I don't know why. He, he, he's he been good. So, I, yeah, they may, they may mix and match that um, in the next game. Yep. They won't roll over. They'll, they'll no. keep them a crack. No. Now, I want to touch on one of your bugbears, mate, because I think you would have noticed this because you and I are like, what is going on? How many times did you see today Miami seemingly give up layups in order to find the open man for three? So many times. It, was, it defied belief. At, at times, AD was just a half step slow. And instead of going up, Jimmy's often driving the pass. It's unbelievable yeah. what they're yeah. giving up. It's a, it's a blight on the game at this point. It's the way... It's the way it is, and I don't understand it. You're a much better chance of shooting a wide-open layup in percentage terms than you are shooting a contested three or a rush three. I don't, I don't understand. The, the, the metrics from the dorks and the nerves that are putting this together, <laughs> it, can't possibly, it can't possibly add up in my mind. No. So, no. They um, have to find a way. You're right. They have to find a way to quantify this, um, the percentage of an open layup versus an open three, <laughs> what it's going to be worth yes. to see. Which, just to digress, this, this brings forth an interesting discussion point at some point. The, as the zone has been introduced now, much more <laughs> playoffs than we have seen before, yep. um, I wonder how the offensive games will evolve, whether we will see more stuff. If there's more zones are played, where the teams will be forced to actually take shots around the foul line. Yep. Like that's that's going to open up far more. And a guy like, imagine if teams were playing zones and you could get this is where Ben Simmons could thrive, actually. If he yep. started on the block and he started catching the ball near the foul line. Giannis. Could do some, yeah, they could do some serious damage if teams want to play zones. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out Sure. Um, next yep. season. Yep. Uh, LA, LA attempted the zone for one defensive possession today. Two passes, yeah. two passes later, Hero had an open three. <laughs> they put that cue in the rack, my friend. That's not that hard. We've been doing it since we're children playing. Oh, dear. Well, these these guys haven't. Hey, little peripheral pickup. Bam got hit, went to the foul line. Not even uh, low-fiving teammates with that left arm. Just just turned turned it away and put the other hand out. 
as, as a, a player went up to him. Um, got to credit the LA defense here. Robinson had a good game today, 17 points, but only on seven shots. We've got to credit the LAD because they're just not letting him fire it off. They're just all over him. They're just realizing what he can do. And he just doesn't have the versatility yet that Hero has to uh, to get free, to get himself free. Hero hit a couple of amazing shots today in the mid-range. I'm not sure that's in Duncan Robinson's game yet. The, ba- the big banker <laughs> that was hit at one point? I don't. Uh, Robinson or, um, yeah, one thing I would say, the Lakers, the adjustment they did make today as well as, as you say, getting uh, more intent on Robinson mm-hmm. was uh, they went under the screen on Jimmy Buckets a lot of the time they were wanting wanting yes. him to take perimeter shots. Yes, um, yep, they were. Which which was interesting after he went uh, fourteen of twenty, but um that was that, that was <laughs> yeah. that was the that was the play. Yep. So, and never happened before in his career. Uh, LeBron's minutes were basically mirroring Jimmy Buckets' minutes late in the game. Frank Vogel was not letting Jimmy be on the court without LeBron there. So interesting take. All right, we're going to go into our quotes now. Another bitter twist to the dark side of an all-American success story. I know. You're not narrating the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, Robert's Crowe's come play with the rules. I don't care. Whatever. Whatever. What's up? <laughs> What's up? What's up? I had no problem with the glove. This is what I've had to put up with for, for about 20 years. Matt, some of the controversial things or ridiculous things have been said from either players or commentators. Why don't you start us off, my friend? Um, now, this one we'll cover in a bit more depth later, but... I'm going to ask you who said this. I don't really see us having a head coach. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now, that was said, said ladies and gentlemen, by Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving. And the debut of his, his first episode of his debut podcast with KD. He had him on, and that's what he said. We'll be covering that a little bit later. We will. That was we will. Um, Imagine all the medical uh, facilities we have at our at our fingertips now at a high stakes thing like the NBA Finals. Um, apparently, in deciding whether to play Bam at a bio in, they simply asked him to show them uh, him doing a push up, which he could not do. Before Game Four, he could do the push up, and upon discussing this, the commentators uh, Mark Jackson goes, "You realise I would never play if that was the criteria." <laughs> <laughs> he would never play. Yeah. 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 Very good, very good. Um, a couple here, a couple of combined ones here after uh, game two, which um, the Lakers won easily, as we mentioned before, up by 20 odd in the third quarter. Yep. Um, this is one from Mike Breen and one from LeBron. Mike Breen says, after an easy win in game one, the Lakers have to fight for this one. Uh, no, Mike, they didn't. And LeBron after <laughs> game two says, it's a great team we're playing. Well, not tonight, LeBron. No, not tonight. Okay. Uh, say, Not without those two starters. I don't think that's a great team. Uh, they're saying all the right things. Um, get this for a zinger from the Ringer NBA show. Um, would you be more likely to close out now on Rajon Rondo or Russell Westbrook? Wow. Good question. Good question. <laughs> good question. Rondo might have overtaken him from the perimeter. Uh, for, this, for the playoffs he has, but probably not overall in his career. Um, uh, JVG, our man. Yes. Um <laughs> He says at one point he was talking about the greats of the game. I don't know. They were having a LeBron love fest and they reflected on someone else and they said, uh, Kareem could get 10 points in a game, right? <laughs> and then my, and then <laughs> Mark Jackson says, Jeff, he's 73. 
He goes, okay, eight points. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Still didn't give me his uh, autograph, Kareem. Still bitter about that. Um, oh, Matt, sorry, mate. Just too much heat culture talk and all the stuff about how wonderful this team is and the culture and Udonis Haslam and how important he is. Um, Zach Lowe, in quoting some West GMs, received a number of text messages apparently from West uh, Western Conference general managers who who fight their butt off to try and make the the, the finals. Quite unquote. Heat culture. Learning what life is like in the West right now. Says multiple oh, STMs. Very good. Very good. Um, this is Jeff, JVG again. Jeff Van Gundy. If J.R. Smith is in, Danny Green must be injured. <laughs> Whack, right? Yep. Next possession, Danny Green checks in. <laughs> checks in for Rondo and J.R. Smith is still on the court. <laughs> oh, there you go. He doesn't rate. He doesn't rate our boy Jr. He prefers him in front of the phone fence, doing his business there. By the sounds of it, I've, I've got a whack for him later, mate. Uh, I've got one from. <laughs> I didn't want to go to the poll podcast without mentioning the Clippers over own. So I've got. Oh, I've got Rosillo giving Paul George a clip. Can I? Can I read you what he said? Yes. <laughs> Calls Paul George the most talented Jeff Green I've ever seen. Oh. <laughs> Is that on the pod? <laughs> uh, a couple of uh, last week, yep. Yes. Uh, my last one, now, I, I like to throw in a few different sports, Evans. I thought you'd enjoy this. Oh, some this, more golf? This, some this, more is golf? From the, this is from the French Open, the tennis. So Katters, our friend Katters will love this. Um, this is our friend, guess who said this? I need to play with more confidence, like I'm Serena. And that was said by Serena. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, use that. And Talking in the, in the third person. Magnificent. Fantastic. Love it. Use that. Uh, please, our friends at the Backhanders podcast, an awesome tennis podcast. Um, <laughs> last one from me. Um, Brian Windhorst. Who, who our I, man. Our, our man who I, who I worry about. Why do you worry about him? Health-related reasons, Maddie's the bubble. He's he's limiting his ability to be outside and and moving around. Um, this is nice. This is this is a contradictory quote from Win, from Win, Winnie Winnie Windy. I don't know. He's Winnie. not my mate. Uh, I don't overreact to game ones. Is this just going to be a coronation for LeBron and Davis? Oh, yeah, he's, he's he he grew up with LeBron, so he he loved it. He did he absolutely did. loved it. He did. All right, that that is our our quotes. I look forward to some some more next week. Hopefully, we've got a few, whether it's one, two, or three games, Matt, that's coming up. Let's jump back into the NBA Finals because I'm just keen. You're the the neutral observer here. What happens from here? What do you see going on from here in all likelihood, Matt? Uh, The Lakers win the championship. (laughs) Listeners, this is part of the frustration of being mates with this guy for 20 years. Do you want me? Do you want me to talk it up? What do you want me to say? Well, there's three Don't different you, options here, Matt. Would you like me to spell them out? Uh, I think the Lakers win Game Five. There you go. And they roll it out four to one. I think the Heat fight, fight again. I think they fight, fight, fight. But I don't think they're going to have enough. Obviously, Dragic is not playing, and Bam is clearly not right. And I just don't think they've got enough. And um, the carrots there, LeBron and AD will be too much. Um, and all the guys around them are quite confident. They're not having to go on the road at all yep. um, and play in front of hostile fans. So I think it's a, I think it's a layup for the Lakers. I really do. Oh, gee. All right. We might grab that sound 
soundbite later. A couple of things, and I've got, got a question for you. Obviously, it's going to be hard to see Lebr- uh, LeBron and the Lakers losing three straight games. Um, yeah, you're right about the Heat. Their fight has been unbelievable. Their bench gave them very little today, four of 19, um, three of 14 from threes. Do you think about starting Hero over Duncan Robinson, considering how the Lakers seem to have solved the, the Duncan Robinson issue? Well, they're both starting anyway, aren't they? Tyler Hero. Yeah, started okay. today. both started today. So you're thinking they should maybe bring Hero off the bench? Uh, no, I think you should edit that out because I didn't realise he was... <laughs> no, no, I'm not editing that out. I'm not editing that out. I'm on editing people and I'm not editing that out. It's <laughs> uh, always good to laugh. So the answer is no to your question. I don't because they started together. Love it. Love it. I normally Space have... Jam's the movie too, Space Jam. In case yep, you... Correct. And Matt's referring to the fact that I have one brain fade per episode and it's normally me forgetting uh. something. Uh, a word blank, not an actual fact blank. But Matt, I've got something. I've got a fact sheet here, which I'm going to close with something that you'll love. Yes. Um, obviously, the Lakers had the KCP game today. We just need one of those in the next three games to kind of close this. We need someone to go well, whether it's Kuzma, who was up and down today, although he shot the ball all right. Green, who seems off. Obviously, we're missing Avery Bradley shooting, but uh, going at 43% from three, tuck shop. <laughs> Oh, Tuck Shop. Tuck Shop. Yes, Tuck Shop. Has he, now I've got to check this, has he even played a minute in this series? I think he has. I think I saw him at the end of game two. Hang on. Let me check. He's played one minute. He's played one minute. He has. He has. (laughs) In fact, it says here he's played two games but he's only played one minute. So that would mean he's played 30 seconds in each of two games. Yeah, I can do the math there. Uh, that is case. outrageous, by the way. <laughs> Fantastic. My man, my man, Jay Dudley, my tuck shop man. Jared Dudley, one of Matt's faves. Uh, there we go. All right. Uh, I, I'm with you. I think the Lakers could close it out uh, on Saturday, which leads us, Matt, to our favourite segment of the podcast, our peripheral pickups. It's always a concern when you've got to start a sentence, Matt, with the words, I'm not into fat shaming. But <laughs> MJ wearing a Detroit three-peat T-shirt. No, just how strong was Judd Bush's coffee the morning that he got interviewed? <laughs> Matt's just asked me the question. And I'm answering it. Because I'm not getting an adequate response. Uh, Matt, what is that? what are our peripheral pickups, please, for our listeners? Oh, just random, random crap we find from all over the place, basically. <laughs> Even at the side of the court, something someone said, some way someone looked, some some rare footage. I haven't got 15 like I had last week. I've only got six today. So oh, well, I look forward to hearing them. Well, why don't you kick us off then, my friend? Um, this is a serious one. Um, do you realise that Dragic actually tried to play today? Yes. He actually warmed up to see if he could handle the pain of a torn plantar plantar obviously. You know, I could have told him that uh, he wouldn't have been able to do that. Um, and he was in tears on the sideline when he realised he couldn't go. Uh, very rough. Um, he's had a great year for them, and it's yep. just to be shattering just watching it go by when he realises that he, he would make a huge difference without that. Totally. No. Good, good, good point by you. I think it was the low post. They were saying that uh, Dragic wasn't going to risk it because he's going to get paid this offseason. I think to say something like that just totally doesn't understand who this guy is and <laughs> heat culture, that he would have done everything he can to get on the court yeah. today. 
and in the games to come. So, yeah. Look, I'm a Lakers yeah. fan. I'm an NBA fan. He, he's gutsy, that guy. Yeah, it brings up an interesting point. Like, there was, I'm not sure if you realise in the NFL a number of years ago, there was Robert Griffin III, RG3, was playing for the Washington Redskins at the time mm-hmm. in a playoff game, and he had hurt his knee, and they put him back out there, and he ripped it to pieces, in the- and, and you never heard of him again. Yep. It's just, yeah. So it's the right call for him not to play. He could he could stuff his stuff his foot a la Trent Crowe and never play again. That's true. No, that's true. Yeah. Do you know that when uh, Dragic came into the league as a rookie, Shaq was a teammate, and, the, you know, they're going through some of the hazing things, and, and Shaq was trying to set him up. And Dragic just put him aside, had a chat, talked to him about his upbringing, how how – some of these Americans think these Europeans are soft and drugs. Yeah, not just quite. And he goes, this is my upbringing. You're not going to treat me like that. None of this hazing is going to happen. Try it. Yeah. yeah. One of the few guys who's looked Shaq in the eye and said it, and Shaq just said, I didn't give him any rookie hazing whatsoever. He's that tough. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Now, Matt, one of the highlights for you and I, when we went across to the States was some of the pregame shooting and some of the stuff that these guys do on court pregame. From can you remember Steph Curry piffing the ball in the air underarm as hard as he could? It bounced miles into the air and then hit net. Yes, and they went nuts. Yeah, went, they went nuts. And yeah, they yeah. doing all the high fives and, and some of the shooting is some of the best videos I've ever ever got. Even like you and I were up close watching Javal McGee just hit jump hook after jump hook. And this is Javal McGee. So something caught my eye pre-game one was all these guys, you know, nothing but net, nothing but net, nothing but net. But they've closed in on Mark Jackson because he was making a point, and then it was just the Lakers, and all these shots are going in, and then our boy, J.R. Smith, does a move, side, side step for the three, air ball. Oh, that's <laughs> not good for a professional NBA player. Not good. Air ball. Not good. Wow. Now, now, I do realise, you know, I can see that there's a big LeBron love fest going on at the moment. ESPN are just, just all over it. They're throwing up stats. They're throwing up stuff. They threw up the other day. Um, his scoring average, assists, rebounds, a few other stats, you know, first, 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 second, first, 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 first. It's vacillating all over it. Um, but the key note, the key note to this, right, mm-hmm. and I looked up at the top of the screen was, this was for players playing in their 17th or greater season. <laughs> How many of them are there even in the world? Him and Kareem. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he's first. He's just no one plays this long. So extraordinary stuff from him, but I did find that amusing in the love bit that is the LeBron experience. Well, you've given him a clip, and I'm about to give him another one. And you would have seen this today. He caught a rebound with 3.1 seconds to go in the first half. How far do you think you can go in 3.1 seconds, Matt? You can drive the length of the floor. Yep. Guess what he did? He did and got fouled, did he? No, nope, he did nothing. He held the ball. Oh, and I saw this. I run. saw this. Yes. Now, this is one of our pet peeves. The guys don't want to hurt their shooting percentage. In yep. an NBA finals game. Bang on. He could have Bang got on. over half court. Yeah. Hit a bank shot, got it up, drew a foul. He stood there and did nothing. What is Never. going on? Yeah. And this is... This is, this is a great point and observation you've made, and this brings up another point. This is why Steph Curry, if he Correct. can be, is underrated. Correct. Because he would take that shot 
every time. In fact, I reckon every single game Curry plays, yes. I reckon every single game he'll attempt at least one shot from beyond half court or a, just a, a Hail Mary shot of some kind. Yes. He just doesn't care. And often in games he might attempt two or three, even three of them just, you know, at the end of, end of period. So yep. very good observation by you. Um, now, game one, game one of the NBA finals, you know, guys want to get the get the dudes looking good, come on with a new haircut, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What the hell was AD doing before game one? Mm. No good. Mm. No Explain, good. Please. The little dreadies flopping down in front of his face. <laughs> he can do better with that. That's not what you rock up with. I know it's your first game one of the NBA Finals, first time, but he looked ridiculous. He was his hair was overwhelmed by the moment. <laughs> well, fortunately, his his game wasn't for games one and two. Now, Matt, no. you're going to know who this is, but hold off on uh, wait till I ask you who it is. You know, with guys catching alley oop or they get a, a throwdown, you you hear the visceral roar, which we pick up more in the bubble now, right? Yes. Well, who do you think is most likely to grab? Uh, an uncontested free throw rebound and roar like he just made an eight, an N one dunk from the from the Lakers. Who's the who's the biggest tool most likely to do a loud roar after an uncontested free throw rebound? Dwight. Dwight Howard. Well done, O'Brien. Yes. This, this guy, he makes it hard. He makes well, it hard. One of my friends. one of my peripherals was actually on him. He was on the jump um, interviewed between I think it's games two and three. Um, he has a an absolutely spectacular lion tattoo on his left arm mm-hmm. and the shoulder. Spectacular. I'm not a tattoo uh, aficionado, but very good. <laughs> I've got one more. You got one more? Yep, I got one more. Go. No, no, that was mine. So you, you're up. Um, they had some watching the game on um, NBA League Pass today. In between the breaks, they often have some classic footage. They had a little Tyra, Tyler Hero montage of stuff, yes. off off cuff stuff, you know, like just yeah, and around stuff. And he seems to be very tight with Jimmy Buckets. I'm not sure if you know this. And they got their swag, and then uh-huh. they're sitting down at a timeout where they pull out the plastic chairs. They're sitting there, and then Jimmy Buckets says to him, "Hero ball, hero ball, when am I gonna be on your TikTok, boy?" <laughs> <laughs> Jeez Louise. Magnificent stuff from Jimmy Buckets. <laughs> yeah. Far out. Okay, did not know that. Um, yeah, maybe that, I thought that would go down better than it did, but anyway. No, I love it. No. I love it. <laughs> I did. I love it. Great stuff. My next one for you. Um, my, my final peripheral pickup is the incredibly stacked virtual fan section they had for game one. I think they had 17 NBA champions um, yes. as a virtual fan from uh, Shaq, uh, Dirk, uh, our family man, Ray Allen. Uh, oh, the family man. Yeah, the family man was there uh, making sure that his, his Twitter wasn't hacked by some stuff <laughs> on the road. Um, the incredibly overrated Paul Pierce was there. We had uh, Kareem. Oh, he's the best player in the world, isn't like, he? Like Drexler, Bill Walton. We had Obama. Um, but in the middle of it. Middle of it. But it's not a massive peripheral pickup, but it's, it's, a, it's a nice one. The very nice man, Pal Gasol, was one of the virtual fans. Now, did you see what he was wearing? This is my peripheral pickup. He was wearing a Lakers top. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. wearing he was wearing the black. He's wearing the black um, 
the Kobe jersey. Ah, um, right, good man. Now, we're used to all these little prima donnas having their Twitter spats and, you know, what are you saying about me and all this rubbish. Pau Gasol has simply got himself tens of thousands of Instagram followers with comments like, great game, Ray Allen, and way to go, Tim Duncan, and what a star you are, Tyler Hero. He just yeah. doesn't slam anyone. He's the nicest man in the world and obviously was paying homage to his close friend, um, Kobe Bryant in that great stuff. Now his at, but a little side side note on that. I think him and his his partner had a little girl just recently. And Damn I, it. Have you got something on that? Yeah, I think. No, that, I do not. I wish he had a uh, you know ha- had a boy, father, son come to the Lakers. Uh, yeah, there's no father, son in the NBA, mate. Uh, I, just, um, I know. One should yeah. hope. Um, and I, I, there's some relation there in the way they've named it to Gigi. I think so. They've uh, done something along those lines, I believe. Okay. All right. Um, well, now, my last one. Well, am I done? No, I'm done. I'm done. Well, Matt, the NBA isn't done. And there was some some big news uh, around the league this year, two, two of them which I'd like to touch on with you now. The first one is, and if you've listened to our last pod, Matt, and listeners, you called this as a possibility. Doc Rivers named as the Sixers' head coach. What was your first response other than, yes, Peripheral O'Brien again, and how do you think it's going to play out there? I thought it was a good hire. But five years? Yep. Five years? Yep. Get his agent. There, there, would only, oh, there would only be a few coaches I'd hire for five years, right? Across all sports. Yep. Clarko? <laughs> Belichick? Right? Yep. James Hurd, Matty Knights, maybe? Oh, I'll listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Right. There's only, I mean, how many could you name that you would hire for five years, seriously, in any sport? Belichick would be the only one in the NFL, you would think, that would yes. definitely get five years anywhere. Stevens, Nick Clarko Nurse. would get five years. In our sport here, yep, for sure. Fair so I that was stunning, but but I do think it is a good hire. I do think it is a good hire. Okay. Um, Last week you surprised me. You rated the Sixers as a chance to be up thereabouts next season. Does this help you in that opinion? It does. I think they're. I think he is well respected, Doc, around the league, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to have to make some moves. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a move, big move before the trade deadline. They let the season start. Yep. If things don't go great, I think Simmons will be on the on the on the block. Unbelievable! You've really got it in as, as Simmons will be the guy. I haven't go. got it in for him. I'm just telling you what I think. No, no, no. I've got you no, asked no, me. No, no. Listen, listen to the words I'm saying in English, man. I'm saying well, you've got coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it in for that being the trade. My, I think the majority would go that Embiid will get moved before Simmons. Someone who can't score versus someone who can. Oh, he's I'll can't go score. that way. And facilitate for others and stay in game shape and play play 80 games a year. Yep, yep. They're cool. They're cool. Fair enough. I think no. they could still have Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to. Yep. That's just that's nuts that he's still not there, by the way. Absolutely yep. nuts. But, but Matt, they paid Max Dollars to Tobias Harris. They got their guy. Yeah, they got their guy, right? <laughs> so I'm going to push back. I don't think there are a chance to be up there thereabouts next year, although it would make for good uh, content. Do you think Doc Rivers will help uh, our boy Simmons expand his game in terms of the shooting? Um, no, because he hasn't done it so far. What would make him work on that now all of a sudden? He's chosen, no. to, work, he's chosen not to work on it so far, which you'd have to question – his commitment to the game to not work on it by now. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but he may, he may just may just demand it and say, you either 
get better at this or I'll have to play you less. Yeah. But the weapons of his defense and his um, transition game with ball in hand is uh, elite. So that's pickle. Cool. Have to get the game on though. Have to get the game on their terms in that regard. Yep. Okay, Matt. The other big story this week was coming out of Would You Believe, <laughs> Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't really see us having a head coach. <laughs> Just jump straight to the punchline, Matt. T- tell tell our listeners what the heck happened this week. So this came across uh, this this came across my desk, Evans. Uh, it did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a story that KD had gone. Kyrie started a podcast, and KD was on it. And Kyrie said, I don't really see us having a head coach. It's more of a collaborative arrangement. Yeah. Um, now, this is, this is, this is uh, the equivalent of socialism in the NBA. Basically, <laughs> this is, the group as a whole decides what happens and what every decision that's made. It's not one person. It's socialism. Um, now, reading this story, I'll just throw a few little uh, quotes from the uh, socials. There were comments after this story, and I was laughing out loud at some of the comments people had Please. After reading the story. Please. Quoting, you know, taking the PI5. I don't need air to breathe, Kyrie. I don't need a ball to play basketball, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I don't need to win the NBA Finals to be the best player and the best team, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> <laughs> These are made-up quotes. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. So this is people just taking the absolute crap out of him. Unfortunately, and- <laughs> Matt, if I can jump in, unfortunately the one about the earth being flat is not a made-up quote. He actually no. said this. No. He is a he is a, a spheric earth skeptic. <laughs> yeah, he's batshit and crazy. Let's just face it. He is. Um, and, and KD, KD's just all KD's all um, agreeing with this kind of concept. Yep. This is the man who left Golden State saying he liked the Brooklyn offense and how it was it was a more shared or collaborative or some kind of crap like that, right? Mm-hmm. Never has a team of champions bent over backwards. Just want to make this point more to accommodate another star than Steph Clay and Draymond did. Never. You'll never see that again. Players that good welcoming in someone to take the spotlight. That'll never happen again. So he's got no clue what he's in for, KD. I just think he's misread this entirely and he should have stayed at Golden State. And we'll see what happens. We will. We'll see how right I am. So, I've, got a, I've got a question without notice for you soon about them. Fine, my, my only follow-up would be a final quote, which you didn't say from, from Kyrie. Uh, KD could be a head coach. I could be a head coach. No, mate. No, no you, you couldn't. couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, you Did couldn't. You catch, there's one final point with that. Did you catch the fact that at the start of this article, he mentioned how I've never been on a team where I didn't think I was the best player to take the final shot. I did. I said this as well. I did. And now I can say, oh, that dude, as in, as in KD, can probably do that just as well or better than me. Mm-hmm. So that was a direct whack yep. to the king. It was. Uh, it was. And he didn't bite. He's being pretty uh, disciplined poor, at the moment. Or poor. Did yeah. LeBron did not bite. All right. Fantastic. Let's move on, Matt. Question without notice. Um, why don't you kick it off, my friend? Hit me. Give me a question without notice. Go. <sighs> All right. Um, your man, Dwight Howard, <laughs> will be receiving a championship ring at some stage in the next few months. Hopefully. When Jeannie Buss hands him the ring mm-hmm. in the pregame ceremony before the first game, hopefully it's at Staples, um, do you think he'll complain at all? Do you think maybe he'll crack it over the number of diamonds, the shape of it, 
the clarity of the diamonds, the font of the engraving. Do you think he'll complain? You idiot. <laughs> Come on, mate. Of course How he many will. complains? And... <laughs> uh, of course he would. Extraordinary oh, stuff from him. Uh, he could the... put someone in a headlock and, and body slam them. He'd complain that it wasn't a foul. Dwight, the Dwight Howard experience. It's been something else. Oh, dear. Um, starting starting centre on an NBA championship team, potentially. So, who knows? Won't hurt him. Um, Matt, now, I've got to... You gotta listen carefully to me now. Okay. Look, look, look down the lens of your camera and, and yes. tune in. Okay, I need your full attention. If you could add any player in the league to either finals team, so to the Lakers or to Miami, who would you put on that team? So if you could pl- add any player to Miami or any player to the Lakers, who would it be onto what team? So if you could put Kawhi or Giannis. Oh, or- okay. So there's no Giannis limitation on contracts or, or anything. Yeah, yeah. okay. What would I do? What would I do? Who would you add? Who would I add? Miami, I would add Giannis. Okay. Because they've got shooters. They've got shooters. Yeah. Giannis, which should help at both ends. They'd be unstoppable with Giannis. Would you be keeping Bam on that team? Yep. So you've got oh. three. You got three non-shooters there, my friend. No, we've got we've got Hero and we've got Robinson. Yep. And so, we've got Jay Jay Crowder and we've got Buckets. He can shoot from three. He can't. That's all no, right. No, all no, right. True. So Giannis um, on, on the Heat, which could happen. Um. All right. On the Lakers, I would go Clay Thompson. Oh wow! At shooting guard. Very close. That would be epic. Done very well. Okay. And you have? I would have put Steph on the Lakers. We both have similar thoughts around the shooting that they need. Steph on before Clay. Because of Bam's non-shooting, I think they've got their next uh, next Giannis. I'd put Kawhi on the Miami Heat. Um, You simply would not score on them. Um, You go for it. Uh, My next question was, um, our man Dragic, Mr. Plantia Fashia, is in the final year of his contract. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you're aware of this, which is paying nineteen million two hundred and seventeen thousand and nine hundred US dollars, yep. which equates Peter Richard Evans to twenty-seven million and sixty-seven thousand four hundred and sixty-four dollars and eighty cents Australian, or five hundred and twenty thousand five hundred and twenty-eight dollars and seventeen cents per week. He gets paid for playing NBA basketball. Uh, uh, yep. Do you think at thirty-four? And he will be 35 midway through next year. Mm-hmm. Is he have any chance of being retained by the Heat? Oh, great question. On that money? Okay, no. At that money, he won't be retained. Because he's, he's cooked, right? Uh, no. His value is all about what he's prepared to be paid. If he with, takes, a broken, with a broken foot, though, I mean. Well, it's a torn plantar fascia. Obviously, their medical team will give the Heat decision makers the best possible chance. It'll be like if it's a Lou Williams contract under on unders, Yes. If it's a Paul Millsap contract on overs, no. It's all about the price point for him. You know, 10's probably low-ish. 16, 17's way too high. There'll be something hopefully they can come to an agreement there. Or a wink, wink, nod, nod post-career spot for him if he takes unders like Dallas did with Dirk. Yes, okay. Because he loves working there. Matt, next season... 
would you take a full strength Warriors team and allow any positive permutation of that Warriors team with contracts and draft picks and so on? Would you take them over a full strength Lakers unit? As they are now? Uh, yep. So you're assuming that they would make a deal of some kind? Uh, the Warriors will will either take a number two draft pick or trade that for a very good player and either keep... Who's our Minnesota guy there that none of us rate? Don't even know his name. Andrew he, Wiggins. Either keep Wiggins or trade him for a, you know, above average player. Oh, that's a phenomenal... That's one of your best questions ever. I still take the Warriors, yes. Because I don't think... I, don't, I, think they got, I think they have too much shooting. I really do. I reckon I'd take the Warriors. Sure, sure. And LeBron's older then, right? LeBron will be 36. Uh, he's 34 now. 35. Do you, what are your concerns about Draymond and his body and he's slowing down already? Oh, I just I don't think you can take anything out of this season. Okay. I really don't. Sure. I think when the time comes, he's, he's Draymond. He's not too old. <laughs> um, when the time comes, we shall see. All right, Matt, do you have any more or can we move on? Oh, one more for you. Oh, yes. Do you think that the NBA season will start with fans next season? On any level, even 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 50%. No, I do not. I think there's... You don't. So they'll be back at the the bubble, you think? Oh, sorry. I'll rephrase. (laughs) (laughs) You were talking about a Christmas start. They're going to postpone this season start for a long, long time. Yeah, um, I was wrong with that. Yeah. Adam, Adam Silver is beholden to the owners. They want their dollars. They're going to start this late. They're going to finish this late. We're going to have an uh, NBA-free Olympics in the basketball. We're going to go on for a long time into next year, unfortunately. Um, teams like Golden State, who probably claim about $5 million clear per home game, they're going to be like, no, you're going to hold this off. The owners will make this happen. My final question for you, Matt, with identical rosters, Who's twenty one? Sorry, who's twenty twenty one season? Would you prefer to have Miami's or Denver's next year? Let's assume Miami don't pick up a huge free agent such as Giannis. Who would you rather have next year, Denver or Miami? Uh, I would have Miami because they're in the East. Okay, fair call. All right, Matt. I'm going to move us on. We're going into our Stephen A. segment. Uh, Stephen A. is the uh, most opinionated man in the media. We like to give our takes. Stephen A style. We're mixing it up today, Matt. We're going to take a take a week off on each of the next two segments. I'm going to take a week off on this one. I'm going to hand you the floor, my friend, for your Stephen A. Go for it, bud. Kwame Brown! Slava Medvedenko! Kwame Brown, God bless him, is a scrub. He can't play! No disrespect whatsoever. Now, this is, uh, this is a serious issue this week, Peter. A serious issue. Not many gags here. Okay. Um, Peter Richard Alphonse Evans. That's the only gag. That's the only gag. Well done. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were an NBA team owner right now, a team, a, an NBA team executive, a national or local TV executive, you would have some serious concerns now and going into the NBA season of 2021. The NBA ratings in the finals, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, are the worst of all time. Game 
one had 4.1 million people, average watch. Game two had 3.6. And game, sorry, yeah, and game three had 3.1 million, million people at an average watch. In the United States? In the United States. Yep. To go back a year, game two had 14 million, Golden State to Toronto, spiked up to 18 million on games five and six. Um, to give you an idea, um, on the huge, say, go the Warriors-Cleveland, we had 30 million watching game seven. If you go back to, even back to the Jordan days, the figures are historically high. The 1998 series, um, the Bulls and the Jazz, 26, 26, 25, 28, 31, 36 million in game six. Mm-hmm. This is 70% down. Okay. So the money they wanted to get by playing, they're not getting it. The advertising is not going to be, be much of a dollar, much of a pull at this stage for these owners. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's many reasons for this contributing to this, but let's consider a few, right? They did a poll. I read up about this. They did a poll in early September of 2,000 people, right? Um, yes. Among that, there were sports fans surveyed, right? A certain percentage of them were sports fans. 40% of them said they were watching less basketball. Um, half of those said it was because the NBA had become too political. The second biggest reason was the game without fans isn't the same. And the third reason was the NBA's ties to China was the third reason. Um, when the first question asked of LeBron after a Western Conference Finals game win is about the Brianna Taylor case, in the aim of getting a reaction, this is a problem for the NBA. The ESPN, the main, the main media partner, and all its reporters throughout all of their shows, to a man, they have followed this political lead and are scared for all their jobs and their livelihoods to offer even a remotely alternative view on any of this stuff. They just don't want to touch it, and, and rightfully so from their point of view. The problem for the NBA, as I see it, is that a huge amount of people, a huge amount, Evans, want to watch sport for entertainment. Uh-huh. Nothing more, nothing less. People don't want to be lectured to by a sports star earning millions of dollars a year on how to think, how to vote, or what social view or political view to take on an issue. Everyone has the right to back any cause they are passionate about, whatever that is. I'm all up for that stuff, right? But when you do that within the entertainment industry, it's not entertaining anymore and it becomes a very slippery slope. In the same way that regular people don't want to be lectured to by the likes of Meghan Markle or Russell Crowe, or Jennifer Aniston, Ricky Gervais gives people crap about this, right? Yeah. At the Golden Globes. We don't want to hear what your take is today. People don't care, right? And this is true. That's why he makes a gag about it, because it is true. They don't want to be lectured to either by million-dollar athletes. So going into the 2021 NBA season, um, the NBA, for mine, has a real challenge as to how they're going to stand with the players on important and valid issues, which a lot of the issues are, but also to be careful not to politicise the league, which has happened big time here in Orlando. You won't hear anyone say this on ESPN or any NBA coverage, but those are the facts. I hope they find a balance because the league, as we know it, will look a whole lot different if they don't. White mumba out. There you go. All right, man. Big one from you today, my friend. Someone's been doing his research. I have. Spent a bit of time on that today. Well done. Okay. Um, 
as I said before, I'm not going to be doing a Stephen A today. I'm jumping ahead to um, a star of the show. Star of the show. Woo! Star of the show. Yep. From North Carolina. <laughs> Before I do that, our star of the show, um, you are correct about Pal Gasol. He's um, new daughter, Elizabeth Gianna Gasol. So named yeah, after Kobe. Fan. Fantastic. He's one of the great men of the NBA. Now, Matt, I know it's weird to give our star of the show to a player whose team is down 1-3, but justice is justice, O'Brien. <laughs> Plus, okay. I gave it to LeBron last week and probably have to give it to LeBron next week as well. Before the playoffs began, Bill Simmons, the $100 million plus owner of the Ringer and the podcast, <laughs> named Jimmy Oh, he Butler. sold it. He sold it. Remember, he sold it. Yeah, well, that's why he's, that's why he's got over $100 million plus in his, uh, <laughs> his uh, uh, NAB account, mate. Um, he's also known as the Podfather. He named Jimmy Butler as the seventh most important player in the playoffs. When he said this, I thought he had lost his mind in his playoffs preview. Mm. I, look, I rated Miami, unlike yourself, who had no interest. But with the Bucks on their side of the draw in the East and the Heat finishing fifth, I thought there were you know 20, probably more relevant players. I was wrong. What Jimmy Butler has produced these playoffs has been extraordinary. Playing his role at times and letting other fledgling stars such as Bam, Hero, and Duncan Robertson take, t- take center stage taking games over at other times. As we talked about last week, during no game in the Eastern Conference Finals, which they won, obviously, was he their top scorer? And still I continue to hear about Jimmy this and Jimmy that. Aside from the coffee, I'm like, what? And then, mate, game three of the NBA Finals arrived. Already playing well before this moment, Jimmy Butler gives us one of the top two or three, top five finals games ever. As you said before, 40-13-11, and 11, Two steals, two blocks, 45 minutes of all NBA defense. Shot the ball at 70% and didn't attempt a three. It is only the third time a 40-point triple-double without a three has been scored. One by Shaq, obviously. The other one by our logo himself, Jerry West. Why? Because there wasn't a three-point line. Only the third time (laughs) this has happened. I had no idea that he had this level in him. He had this level of swagger. I didn't realize he had this level of game in him. Series averages of 27 at 55%, 10 and 7, two steals a game, acting and now belonging in the upper echelon, echelon O'Brien of the game's top few players. You and I just love it when stars come out. We've got it from Bam. We've had it from Denver. We've got it from Jimmy. I'm excited about the future for this Miami team. If they add And listeners, just in in case you're unaware, their roster construction allows them to compete for a title and add a max player when they come out at at a city where people want to play in a culture, that word again, that players mostly want to go to. Oh, my goodness, the future is so bright for this Miami team. My star of the show, the great Jimmy Buckets. Loving what he's doing, O'Brien. South Beach, good call. Interesting looking at at the numbers. He's playing LeBron to a draw here, basically, if you look at the numbers in these finals. Almost. Well, Matt, we made it. Hopefully we've uh, we've shown ourselves to know a thing or two about the game. Maybe we haven't. Maybe you have. I'm not sure about myself. No, you have. Mate, I'm looking forward to game five, but I'm not looking forward to game five. This is, you know, I texted a friend today. Can we have Warriors Celtics next year or something so I can actually enjoy it? Um, and, And hopefully no injuries. Great to speak to you, my friend. Looking forward to next week. 
as we figure out the finals and what this makes it look like for 2021. Take care, everyone. Please rate us five stars. Write a review if you're up for it. Tune in next week. This is Sports Opinionated. Matt? Cheers. Go well.